Hi guys, you can follow us on Twitter at CineApplesOUAT. That's C-I-N-N-A-P-P-L-E-S-O-U-A-T. You're welcome. This is supposed to be a professional sounding opening. Yeah, good job. You ruined it. And uh, you can email us at Cineapples... Nope, wrong. You can email us at cinnamon... <laughs> cinnamonandpoisonedapples at gmail.com. This is very professional. I don't know what you're talking about. Hello, and welcome to Cinnamon and Poison Apples, an unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast. Hi guys! Happy hundredth episode. Yeah, happy hundredth episode. Um, so we're doing something new today. Uh, we are recording exactly right after, like right after we finish the episode. So we just finished yeah. it like five minutes ago. Yes. Um, so I think we're still a little worked up from it. Worked uh, up is, is a way to put it that I wouldn't use, but. <laughs> Well, you know, it was the 100th episode. Very exciting. A lot, a lot happened that affected our entire range of characters. Um, mm-hmm. Good representation of the show. Or a good representation of Regina's character, I guess. True. This is Regina, the um, episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say that I'm upset that the 100th episode was based around Regina. But, um, you can interpret how you will, my feelings. I do want to say that the beginning was my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> the um, filming, even, the lighting, the way the music was, everything oh, about that scene was, like, really good. Please. And I'm like, oh, maybe we'll get, like, a really good episode. You forgot the most important part of the beginning. Oh, yeah. No, I, I remember. The amusement Me- park. <laughs> yeah, when <laughs> we were yes. watching it, Nikki, like, squeaked. She was just, like, squealing during that entire thing. Like, right now, the way she sounds now is how she sounds. Like, <laughs> I episode. love him so much. Yeah, that was really good. I was really hoping we'd get to see him with we the did. whole Underworld plotline, and we did. And I just love him so much, and I miss him. He was so happy. I like his kind of, like, guardian angel vibe going on. Yeah. I thought that was good. I thought it was a really good way to put Neil in the episode. I think having it at the beginning was it was really good. Yeah, and I'm so glad that he's um, happy mm-hmm. and like that everything is yeah. okay for him. He's not just dealing with a bunch of stuff. Like he, I mean, and that makes sense. He did kind of finish his whole thing. He didn't. He didn't really have that much else that he had to finish. Like he just wanted to help Emma and his kid and stuff like that. But it was never like he had this big storyline mm-hmm. so it made sense that he was just like yeah I mean he always seems kind of like yeah about things so it makes sense that he'd just be like yeah, my unf- yeah I've got no unfinished business yeah so yeah that that's the only thing I wanted to talk about the rest <laughs> of the podcast is yours oh <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> welcome to Once Upon a Time the Halloween episode Once Upon a Time the Regina episode <laughs> Once Upon a Time <laughs> Uh, Rumpel's really creepy dad, also really creepy hook, and that was the episode, everybody. Just those, like, four things. <laughs> Don't forget Once Upon a Time, 
when David's twin makes out with David's <laughs> wife. Yeah, that was really good. Um, it's funny how David's twin is has like more personality than David does at this point. I mean, his personality is like evil, but you know, it's still, still more fun, still more personality than David currently. <laughs> For a minute, I was like, oh man, maybe they're gonna be interesting this season, and then it's like, oh no, it's just his evil twin. Yeah, let's take a moment to talk about all of the all of the characters who we got to um, reacquaint ourselves with. So right. there was James, who um, had no purpose except for to fluster Snow a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Anya. I'm surprised they could get from... his actor back. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to... No, that's okay. What did you say? I'm, I'm said I'm surprised they got his actor back for this episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's off busy doing other stuff. <laughs> Because he takes some time out of his busy schedule. Yeah. I, I hear he's, I hear he's playing some really boring character on a show <laughs> that's spiraled out of control. You know, if this show spiraled out of control, at least it would be interesting. I don't know what this was. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I still love the show, everyone. I promise. Okay. Um, there was um, Anya from Buffy. What's her, Emma Caulfield, who did she, the creepy Hansel and Gretel witch, who was mm-hmm. also, there was no point <laughs> for her to be there. They just wanted to show people, which was kind of cool, I guess. I like to see the old characters, but they didn't really have a purpose, no, yeah. none of them. They really hyped this up. Like, there was a lot of, um, oh, the new characters that are going to return. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe I thought maybe the uh, characters they announced were gonna be like, you know, here's little snippets. Everything else is gonna be a surprise, and because it was the hundredth episode, there'd be a lot going on. Yeah, so, but so that didn't happen. Not so much. Yeah, we got to see Cora, who I, in my mind, I was like, yeah, um, like Cora got her heart back right before she died. So like, we're gonna see good Cora. I was, I was like kind of excited. And Jesse was, uh, less convinced. Yeah, well, I mean, Cora wasn't. All her heart did was make her more sympathetic to Regina. She was bad it's in the true. first place. Like, That's when true. Bella had her heart taken out, doesn't mean that she was bad. She just had a heart, yeah. you know, couldn't love. Same with Will in Wonderland. That's true. That's Speaking true. of characters to I bring back. I was just back. being wishful. Oh, please. Please, let's have Will come back at some point. Like, I no, they could have had any character from Once Upon a Time in Wonderland in here to be like, hey, we're a giant show, but, you know, there's a lot in this universe that we can deal with. Uh-huh. Jefferson could have come back. We just we could have had a whole bundle of cast, but we got we got the blind witch. Well, I mean, but none of them are dead. Yeah, but... Then why? I, I, but we could have also done stuff in the actual world. We didn't have to stay all focused on the underworld. I, I got issues. <laughs> I got problems. One of them being that I don't want to see Peter Pan be like, "Hey, my lovely son, my child," to like <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin, who oh is my gosh, what like forty years his senior or something, right? <laughs> right. Um, also making, also Rumpel is interesting because he, um, wants nothing to do with his father 
because he's given him too many chances and his father has betrayed him too many times. Now, I wonder what that sounds like. <laughs> he can't possibly Listen. forgive his father. <laughs> However, God forbid that Belle should not forgive him. Oh my gosh. Like, listen, okay? He's learned a lot from these people. Like, how you shouldn't forgive people if you keep, like, you know, keep doing stuff. That's what he's learned from these people. He doesn't have to do that, though. He's five. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone should love him. But other people, you know, they should follow that code. Yeah. Obviously. Apple knows best. Speaking of which, Emma, (laughs) please tell Belle, even if all this happens, that Rumpel is evil. Uh, Yes, please. Yeah, that's one of my biggest issues with, um, because even last episode she made that deal with him that, you know, uh, you should help me because otherwise I could tell Belle that you're evil again. Well, you flip and better tell her anyway. You're supposed to be her friend and a good person. Like, why would you let her stay with him? You know, like, obliviously. Like, it just doesn't. I, you had better be telling her regardless. It would be I don't fine care. if they obviously showed that it was Emma just, like, playing him. And, like, they had a scene where she was talking to Snow. She's like, no, of course I'm going to tell Belle. You know, right. Maybe add some humor to this show. What's <laughs> that? Humor? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe we should talk a little bit about what we liked about this episode. Because I feel like yeah. we're going to be really... Uh, yeah, sorry, we're being cynical right now. Um, like I said, I love Neil. What did you love? I liked the whole, I liked the storyline with Regina's dad. Um, yes. Getting his ending. I liked... So, okay, it, it's like I liked and I didn't like the whole thing about Regina, because obviously this was like... the conclu- I would say this is like the conclusion to Regina's arc. That's what I'm going to call it. Like, the conclusion that she is finally good. Like, she is doing all Mm -hmm. the selfless stuff. She is finally a hero. And I know we've, like, said, okay, she's at that point, she's at that point. But last season, she was feeling self-conscious. But this time, she was really, like, even in the face of her mother, who's always been kind of, like, her enabler for evil. Mm -hmm. uh, She was like, no, I'm a hero. I'm going to save people. I'm going to do this, you know. So yes. I feel like, and her smiling at the end of the clock moving, when in the first episode she, like, frowned yes. at it and was upset. I Parallel. feel like this is, yeah, it's, you know, I would say this is, like, the end of Regina's arc episode, which is really cool, because mm-hmm. it's been, like, such a big thing. And I think that would have been fine in an episode that was filled with, like, a bunch of plots that connected the show to the earlier seasons and all, like, just this entire show, like, this episode celebrated this entire show and they've really hyped it that it was celebrating the entire show yeah but we just got you know kind of like basic storyline about regina with like a few really smart parts put in there it definitely didn't feel like a hundredth episode no um it it seemed to um center like centered on one like specific plot that didn't necessarily need to be the hundredth episode like it just right it didn't it didn't seem um it just didn't seem like anything special. It seemed like a regular episode. Yeah. Um, Again, but, the only thing that was special was, like, occasional scenes, like the clock scene, the Neil scene, and yeah. I think the scene where her dad goes to heaven or whatever yeah. they're calling it. I don't know how they're doing it in this show, but, yeah. like, a good place. We'll just say a better good place. place. <laughs> a better place. When uh, I feel like those things felt like they could be a part of a 100th episode. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, he was so proud of her. Yeah. It made me very emotional. Oh, that's true. Henry got flipping more lines in this episode than he has this entire series. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, and he got to meet other Henry. Yeah, that was sweet. Season, that was cute. Stuff like that was like, oh yeah, I could totally see that being part of the 100th episode. But everything else just felt... Okay. Mm-hmm. You know? what? Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, which sucks, because they're in the underworld, and it could be so cool. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was not cool at all. I am... I... Okay, you know what was cool? Um, it's flipping weird hook. That hook scene was so yeah. out of place and weird, but also I was like, you know what? Whatever, it's cool. Anything else yeah. but what is the norm is cool now. Yeah, yeah, I liked it because it was creepy. Yeah. Um, I, I liked that he was, like, all flickery. His eye was he couldn't, weird. Yeah, he was all bloody, and they couldn't. he, he couldn't hear them. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> I liked that. So something that was kind of weird to me, though, this episode, as I, I really don't mean to be so critical, but oh my gosh, I uh, was, uh, has Regina ever acted so much like a spoiled five-year-old before in an episode? Like, my goodness, <laughs> past Regina, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, I mean, obviously she's always been like, I will destroy her happiness and stuff, mm-hmm. but this episode... With, like, the birthday cake and mm-hmm. her being like, Mommy, I got rid of Daddy. <laughs> like, it just, I'm like, okay, now she's not even just being evil. She's just being like, I can't believe my Daddy didn't buy me a car. <laughs> thought we were talking about things we liked about the episode. <laughs> no, did you, no. Did I'm, you run out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she, she was, like, with the jester, she was kind of like, well, yeah, well, you're not amusing me, dead. it's my birthday why do we have to be having this issue (laughs) that's true Um, my life sucks (laughs) oh shoot you know who we also saw Sydney oh yeah I forgot about him because I never really liked him like he was a character that came back he was like advertised as one of the characters coming back you know the mere version of him and not I would say the more interesting version of him, which is, like, the either genie version that we meet at first or the version in Storybrooke where it's like, what's his deal now that Regina locked him up? Is Sydney still locked up? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> we never heard from him again. Oh, we saw him in this episode, so, you know, instead of concluding his plot, uh, he's, you know, just a flashback. And so... I'm, I, I honestly, I can't think of much other things that I like. I'll try to remember. So we're going back into like, negative zone. Um, oh, sorry. Puny, yeah. I like puny army of sweaty little child beasts. <laughs> that was a good line. <laughs> yeah, Regina really line. is... Regina really is the only one that's kind of bringing the humor, like, past Regina. Everyone else is kind of just like, we're, we're in the underworld they, now. They tried. They're trying. It's just not going over well, like... There was that line, and I, I almost don't even want to repeat it because I just groaned like so loudly when it happened. Oh my gosh, are you talking about the line where Emma was talking to Henry, and he's mm-hmm. like Operation Fireball or something? That's what it was, or Firebird, right? Firebird, right? And she said, "Are you talking about the mythical, the mythical creature, or the muscle car?" And I was just like, "Uh." It's like do 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 do. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like... Yeah, there should have been a laugh track in the background <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, the good humor is... It's always come from um, from Evil Regina. She's always been really entertaining. But I feel like before, Snow, even Charming, Emma, Henry, all of them could make really... They could have really funny lines. Like, mm-hmm. Snow used to have a lot of really funny lines. And yeah. everyone's just sad. And oh. Yeah. Uh, here's what really bugs me about this whole thing with episodes like this where we're going back in time. Because, one, I think it was kind of silly to have a going back in time episode that was only centered around Snow and Regina when we've seen so many Snow and Regina flashbacks. I know there was Cora and her mm-hmm. dad, but we've seen so many of those. We could have done they could have done something so incredibly different. They just chose like the same thing we've seen a billion times. Yeah. Two, other than the fact that okay, we're seeing a story about Regina and her dad which connects to her dad traveling and stuff like that, which I don't think we needed like an entire plot line centered on the fact that her dad like was upset that she was evil because we know that we've watched this show mm-hmm. we've seen that many times but there's no point we didn't learn anything we know what these characters who these characters are we didn't learn anything new except for that henry how henry was taken away to wonderland which yeah was- which was nice because like that's the first continuity we've had in <laughs> who knows how long oh no we had one other thing we had one other thing folks the potion thing that uh oh, right. rumple gives emma Right. From Dumbrock. Right, which is the thing that Merida used to talk to her dad mm-hmm. in the last season. So, so like, baby steps towards towards um, continuity. But... And, and planning. Good job. Like, <laughs> baby steps. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, like, the thing with her dad... I mean, it was cool, but... It, to make, that was the really only cool thing about that plotline and knew that we learned. And it's not like I was sitting here being like, oh, gee whiz, I wonder what happened when Henry went to uh, Wonderland. I, like, I wasn't sitting here like writing like theories about how he got there. Like It wasn't something mm-hmm. I really cared about. So it was cool, but it wasn't worth a storyline where yeah. we already know everything that's going to happen. We know Cora's going back to Wonderland. Right. We know that Regina's going to have the curse. We know that Henry is going to be like, I'm a good person. Uh, do, do, do. Like, we know all of this. I'm the only sane one in the family. Right. <laughs> like, have all of this we know. And we spent an entire thing on it. And what's the point of it? If we're not learning stuff about the characters, because there's no, there's no suspense. We know right. everything that's going to happen. So if we're not learning new things about the characters, then what's the flipping point of these flashbacks? What's the point, So Nikki? we can see more of Regina. <laughs> and I'm not complaining about that. <laughs> I'm not complaining about seeing more of Regina. I'm certainly not. But do you know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, there's, there's, the story's not really moving. It's not mm-hmm. going anywhere. It's just, um, I think, I think they were just trying to make a fun 100th episode that didn't require much, um, connecting to, like, the future episodes, you yeah. know, that they could just make, like, a one-off. I don't really think that it, um, that it came off the way that it should have. I think that yeah. I don't, I just don't, it didn't feel like a 100th episode. It didn't really, it wasn't that much fun, to be honest. Like, no. the, their finales are much more fun than that. Um, I was kind of just, just bored. 
Yeah, it, it's just, I don't think that they achieved what they were trying to achieve with mm-hmm. it. Not to say that it was, like, a bad episode, but I was just pretty underwhelmed with it. I mean, Henry being put in the box might classify oh. this as a bad episode. <laughs> yeah, she made him, t- she was like, she was like, oh, my dad is just, he's getting in the way of me being a terrible person. Like, what am I going to do about him? Like, I can't, I can't hurt him, even though I'm later going to kill him. And I'll, I'm just going to tell him, I'd never hurt you. What, what should I do instead? Oh, I have an idea. I'll make him tiny and put him in a box. And then put him on my, on my nightstand. (laughs) Presumably. I'm crying. I can I can just imagine her like winding him up and letting him dance around to me like a like a little you know, like a music box. When Cora Cora Are you okay? When Cora opened the box, I thought you could have curled up like a dog sleeping in the corner. I imagined him like trying to jump out. He, like, like crawl down her. Way. <laughs> um, it was like that was literally the funniest scene I've seen. Him since. <laughs> See, there is humor still in the because show. because they were so serious about it. You're like, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> I will never hurt you, Dad. And she's like petting the box, and he's like, what if he had a squeaky voice? <laughs> She help like, me, help me. She shows, she's like, say hi to daddy, and then like snaps the box in Cora's face. And her her face is just so serious, but you're like, her dad's in a box. He's tiny. Seriously, I wish he had like a squeaky little voice. It would have been, so much <laughs> been amazing. Oh my god. He had like little, um, little like cheese in there. Like a mouse. She's like, here you go. It's dinner time, daddy. <laughs> Dad, I got you some Barbie furniture. Like, don't let the cat loose. <laughs> it's not safe. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, not that I'm not used to the show being kind of ridiculous. I love that the show is ridiculous, but this was like a little too ridiculous. It was like yeah. on on the wrong side of ridiculous for me. Yeah, this was like acceptable in season one, but when we have a plot line that's like now we're in the underworld and dealing with death, hmm, maybe we cannot make a man tiny and put him in a box. <laughs> and then flipping Cora's like the box is mine now, and she runs away with it. Like yeah. Uh, well, I guess she gets... Swipe or no swiping. <laughs> Cora, you have two-year-old shenanigans. Um, so, do we want to get into the new villain now? Um, We might as well. There's not much to talk about in this episode, I feel like. I've, I mean, I'm sure I could complain about it for a while. Let's, See, I let's, let's not be super negative about it. We're, <laughs> we, we love this show, Jesse. Uh-huh. We don't... <laughs> we're not here to trash talk it. Uh-huh. <laughs> we love this show. Remember that. Uh, I know it's hard right now. Um, what were you going to say? So, uh, I guess if we're going into our new villain. If you want to talk about positive stuff, I was actually like... 
So first I was like, ew, because, okay, you have, like, this girl cleaning his nails. Yeah, his no. Toenails. Yeah. No, thank like, you. Ew. But also, <laughs> also, I was like, okay, the fact that I'm reacting with you and the fact that I'm, like, genuinely creeped out by this guy. And that's a good he, sign. Well, and that's good. Like, and the fact that kind of seeing Korra be so, like, destroyed by another character, Korra, who we've seen for seasons right. and seasons, to be, like, this really strong character, be undermined in a second by this very mm-hmm. powerful character. It was like, okay, I, I might be able to get on board with this. I think, you know, it's kind of hard mixing with the uh, cheesiness of the rest of the episode to now have, like, this character that is, like, really, like, kind of creepy. It's not mm-hmm. just, like, you know, I'm I'm the evil witch of the West, or I'm Corella the Veil right. creepy. This right. is like, I was like, oh, he's, like, actually weird and creepy and ugh. And then, <laughs> so that was good. Uh, you know what the moral of the story is? <laughs> that when you get your heart back, now you're weak. Yes. And you can be easily destroyed. <laughs> well, I think... Don't have a heart. That's true. Don't care about uh, things. But just seeing her be undermined by this other character and be like completely made vulnerable by this other character made me take the new villain more seriously until yeah. they decided to CGI his hair blue, which is what the- you knew was coming because you saw the you saw the clip the screenshot. I was hoping, the whatever. I was I was so hoping that they weren't going to do it then, though. I thought they would, like, <laughs> let it build up. I just wanted it to be a fan edit. <laughs> well, I just wanted it to be that we got to know him so well and we got to be so creeped out by him that it wouldn't matter. Because sometimes it wouldn't. Like, if a character is good, I could get over some bad CGI. But having that happen right then, I was like, well, there goes my hope and my dreams. <laughs> I mean, they have to make him look like the movie Hades, even though... None of the other characters look like their movie counterparts. See, that's my problem. They, they they, okay, you're being sarcastic, but also, in <laughs> serious, in seriously, yeah, why do they have to make him look like the movie character? Just make him evil, make him cool. Yeah. I'm glad that he's not acting like movie Hades, though. <laughs> Sassy gay Hades. <laughs> I think that would have kind of been even worse um it would have been worse Uh, i love him in the movie but i don't know if i would want that uh, on the show yeah i think making him like actually just like a creep lord works really well. yeah i think we've sorry said no until they cgi his hair blue yeah i think we've had enough like sassy villains Mm -hmm. um and I think it's time for, like, some actually creepy villains. Right. Although he's he's a little too, like, congenial for for a really, really creepy... I mean, he's still got that, like, sort of genteel nature where he's like, oh, I'm just going to act like I'm friendly. But- no, I mean, and I, I agree, but I think the fact that they had him having his, like, feet cleaned... It that was, was that was smart so to me. gross to me. Yeah, like, I know. It was so gross, and that was smart to me, and that was cool. And then they just yeah. get his hair blue, and I'm just so Jesse. I'm gonna edit the episodes. Um, I'm just gonna edit out his hair you. before you watch them, Thank so you. that you'll you're welcome. I know it sounds like a nitpick, Friendship. but and again, it wouldn't even bug me if it was later on. Going going on to other things, Rumble's just kind of done with everything. Mm-hmm. Look, why is he even there? I know he's there because he doesn't want Emma to tell Belle, but also, like, 
You would think with Rumpel, he would have some other reason. Like, some, yeah, that's you know, it. thing he's trying to do. No, he's boring, though. He's boring because um, he's predictable. Yeah. And his evilness and his lack of caring about anybody but Belle and also his lack of truly caring about Belle because if he did, he wouldn't lie to her and be terrible all the time. Yeah, it'd hey. be cool if he just absolutely stopped caring about Belle and then he could just... Oh, yes, that's what I want. No, but imagine. That's truly what I want because then she could, um, like, then she could really truly make the decision to move on for him. Right. Like, just have him not care about everyone, anyone. Have him go back to that, is he going to kill anyone at any time? Like, even now, he seems to kind of be chums with the other characters. Like, he wouldn't, like, you know, stab them in their sleep. Go back to Rumpel that wood. If you're going to make him evil, just make him evil. Just commit. <laughs> yeah. Something. So he's kind of annoyed he's there. Uh, Peter Pan's still creepy. Peter Pan was actually kind of a creepy villain. Yeah, he was. I really enjoyed him as the villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robbie Key, I think that's his name, does a really good job. You, especially because it's hard to play like a 15-year-old being like, Hey, son. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's got just like a creepy face, and I think it's because he played Peter Pan so well. Yeah. That now when I look at his face, I'm like, he's evil. Oh, yeah, he's got that just smirk like, down. Just like in general. Like, I saw, mm-hmm. um, I was taking, like, a quiz the other day, and it was like, who, I think it was that Disney one you sent, the, the Winnie the Pooh one, and it was like, who, um, you know, who do you think would make, like, a good, um... Christopher Robin? Christopher Robin, and I was like, not him. He was one of the options, and I was like, not him, because he looks evil. And I'm like, I realized that it's because he was Peter Pan, and now he's like forever evil to me, right. which is good. Like that's yeah. that's a good a good way to play a villain. If I job. if I look at you and I'm forever like afraid of you now, <laughs> you did a good job playing your villain. Yeah, that was you know uh, simpler times the Peter Pan storyline. Mm-hmm. So, do you care? You know, one of the big storylines is that we're going to find Hook. Do you feel a sense of urgency about finding Hook, or do you care about finding Hook? I mean, I obviously, I mean, I, I obviously care about finding Hook. I really, um, I, I'm not afraid that he's going to die or that he's, you know, that, that he's not going to be saved. I'm not concerned about that because I know he will be. Um, but I obviously care about them finding him and him being okay and being rescued and not being tortured anymore like it looks like he's being because i like hook mm-hmm. no, um he's not as much fun of a character as he used to be but i still like him and i still don't want him to suffer i know that you are pretty much done with him <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm done with a lot of things with this show yeah yeah uh i think this okay i'm getting like actually negative and i don't mean to be a downer but i feel like I've never had an episode of this show where I felt like checking my phone during it, and I didn't. Uh, but I've never watched this show and been, like, not paying full attention or not really caring what happens. I've always had a sense of excitement, especially because this show is so good with openings and endings. It's usually the in-between parts that are messy. But mm-hmm. I just I just didn't find myself caring anymore. I just It just felt boring and... The only time that I perked up was the Hades scene at the end, and then I was disappointed, so... I don't know. I just... 
I'm so surprised because I just I don't care. I'm just like, oh, they'll find Hook. I don't. I whatever happens happens. Like I don't. I don't know. Yeah, this show. This show needs a fresh coat of paint. Yeah, and I guess we're gonna stay now. In like, the underworld is cool, but it's also so dark and dreary now, and mm-hmm. it's just like there's no bright colors. There's nothing really interesting to look at. Isn't that so- what you wanted, though? I, but it, you know like what was a cool? more I, I kind of assumed it was going to be more like the opening scene where we had like the weird amusement park and there was a bunch of stuff mixed in. Uh, and it, it's kind of... I, I thought it would be more visually interesting than it was. Yeah. Uh, it's not the setting that I don't like. It's not being Storybrooke. I just think it... It seems like Storybrooke with like a darker filter on it. Like yeah. Like some broken things. It's redder. A lot more stuff, you know. Couldn't make it a little bit more... Not Beetlejuicy, but kind of like, you know, make it more visually interesting. Yeah. Uh, and so, I don't know, it's just everything was just dreary and sad and nothing really mattered that happened this episode. Mm-hmm. There was nice moments. Again, Henry going to a better place was nice, but nothing really captured me that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, because there was a bit where she was, I think it was when Regina was talking to Henry, and you started, like, saying something silly, and I was like, hush now, this is important. <laughs> you just you just were not interested. No, and I mean, I feel bad, because I'm never like that with shows I care about, I'm not, I'm, I usually pay full attention. Um. I know, I felt bad, because I never shush people, or I never <laughs> shush People like during when I'm on rabbit watching things with them, but I was like, this is important. It's Regina and her dad. You <laughs> were just like singing or something. No, um, it was when he was like, Regina, I forgive you. And I said, for putting me in a tiny box. <laughs> um, uh, because it was right after that scene, and I was still kind of reeling from uh, what happened. I don't know. I just, I remember crying over this show, and I remember, I feel, I feel like I'm mourning right now. I'm sorry. I know how Emma feels. Anyway. So. Moving on. <laughs> what else do we have to talk about? Is there anything else? Because I don't have anything else. Um, Except for me yelling at Belle for kissing Rumpelstiltskin, who is a liar and a terrible person. Oh, yeah, that was nasty. I just cringe now. I used to ship them so much, but now, like, now I just can't, because he's awful. Yeah. And irredeemable. The worst. To me. Yeah, that's all I have. This show, um, I, I feel drained. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, you know what we can talk about? We can talk about, so this is supposed to mirror, uh, the first season. Like, this new season that's coming up. And I guess the new plot point from what they were saying in this episode is going to be them fixing everyone's unfinished business. Good. That That's nice. Yeah. But what characters do we care about having their business unfinished? We didn't meet anyone new to care about. Like, Cora, uh, Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Who else? I mean, they might not have been in this episode necessarily. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm sure there I are people mean, who have died in the show. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm trying to think. But you, do you know what I mean? They're like, they didn't... 
humanize or introduce any new characters that I'm like, oh, yeah, let's find more about this guy. I know, mm-hmm. I know there was a lot going on and stuff like that. Oh, there was that guy who was stalking them. Yeah. Who was working for Korra. Yeah. He was new. Maybe we're going to love him. Did Probably not. Die? Oh, yeah, he sure did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Never mind. It was over before it began. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, he's, he's gone. He died. Yep. <laughs> I already forgot. I hope Hades proves me wrong and is, like, a really good villain. That's what my, my hope. You wait, have any hopes for wait what do you mean proves you wrong? I thought you said he really liked him and he was creepy already. The I mean, only I, thing you don't like about him is the hair. You I, shouldn't judge okay. people by their appearances, Jesse. I really haven't we learned like anything by Beauty and the from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> no, but I, I like like I don't usually care that much about character designs when it comes to, like fine you know good writing trumps that for me. But I, I really don't like the hair um, because I just mean it proves to me that I can take him seriously even with the CGI'd weird hair. Because now I'm like you know suspicious. Hmm. Very superficial, Jesse. So, do you have any hopes for this season? What What are your like hopes and dreams for this uh, upcoming season? Um, my hopes and dreams are that um, the whole season does not feel like this episode felt, and that um, we actually do get some interesting uh, old characters back, but that they aren't just like walking through the the frame and then gone again. Like, I'd like to. I'd like to um, actually see like different stories from like that can that like connect to old episodes. Mm-hmm. I'd like I'd like for the things that have happened in the past of this show to be relevant, and I would like for the things um, that are happening in this season to be relevant to the future of the show. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd like. I like continuity. It made me. It actually like I felt really happy. For like a brief second, when um, when Coria grabbed Henry's box and brought it through the mirror with her, because I was like, now I know, like why he was there. Not that I like really was concerned or curious about it, but like no, but it was cool. that connected. Mm-hmm. And when things connect on this show, we get so little of that that I that I was like really excited. Something that happened all the way back in like what season was it? Was it one or two? It was the Jefferson episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what season that was. But, like, that connects all the way back then. They thought about that. And that gives me some hope for the future of Once Upon a Time continuity. You know, I think what really worries me about the continuity in the future with this season... I mean, it might not... I mean, I'm hoping... I'm not not trying to be uh, pessimistic, but I'm worried that because we're doing a plot line that is in a different world and where nothing really matters that happens because, you know, mm-hmm. now this gonna, is going to affect the actual storybook or the real world. Mm-hmm. And characters that are saved, yeah, they're saved, and that's, like, nice. It'll make our characters feel good, but it's not going to affect the overall world. Right. So that's true. I'm a little bit worried about that. I'm hoping that we... I don't know. Maybe, I, I kind of hope that we have an entire storyline in Storybrooke with other characters. I know that sounds like a lot of people are going to be like, because it's not the main characters, but mm-hmm. I just don't want it to be completely centered around in a sad, dark Stuff that's area. not going to make it past yeah. this season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel you. 
I could honestly have them leaving the underworld soon, to be honest. Yeah. I'm glad, this is the one time I'm glad that Once Upon a Time only does, like, half seasons. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'd want a whole season of them there. Yeah. So. Actually, that's interesting, because season one is the only season, I think, maybe season two is like this as well, but that didn't do half, like, a, a plot each half season. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure season three started that with the Peter Pan plot. Yeah. Huh. Ah. The good old days. And you know, I'm not going to hold on to this negativity. If it gets better, I'm not going to be like, oh, humph, humph, humph. Like, I, I'm rooting for this show. I really want this show. I love I love this show. I'm just, I'm feeling tired. Mm-hmm. But if you I liked know. it, that's good. I'm glad. It's not, it's not like... I don't even know if it's objectively bad. It's just not working for me right now. Yeah. Some of it was objectively bad. But you know what? You live your life. <laughs> All right. it was bad. <laughs> On that note, I think <laughs> we need to <laughs> watch some Buffy. Yeah. Cheer you up a little bit. Thank you. We had a very long conversation. Um, I'm in Florida now. Uh, and on my drive down, Jesse called me, and we had a very long conversation comparing Once Upon a Time to Buffy, which I'm currently watching for the first time now. And Jesse is not watching for the first time. She's watching for maybe, like, the millionth time. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, but <laughs> uh, we, we had a nice, long, in-depth conversation about um, why we're so underwhelmed with Once Upon a Time right now and how it could be improved um, by being more like Buffy. <laughs> Just in every aspect. Why can't you be like J- Jane Espison's other show? Right. You're, why can't you like be your like your brother. older sister? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Emma Caulfield is in both of you. Yeah. She was back. That was nice. Yeah. See, that was cool. I didn't pay attention to anything she said because I was too busy trying to see her as Anya. Like, <laughs> is that really her? <laughs> It is. Here's hoping, you know, for a really good season. Happy 100th episode. I can't Yay. believe we've been watching this for 100 episodes. Oh my I gosh. can. <laughs> and another 100 more. Hey. Hey. Um, I'm never going to leave the show. <laughs> We're going to get to the point of these podcasts where you're just like, wow, Jesse, what did you think about that happening? And I'm going to be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have some faith. It will all work out. I think it will. I, th- I think I it is promise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So have a great week, everyone. We'll see you Yay. next week. Yay! Happy 100 episodes. Yay! Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs>